Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Spotted the costume change, eh? <laughs> Mariah Carey style. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us for part two. Yes. Nobody left, <laughs> which is nice. Um, so, for part two, what we're going to do is, uh, listeners of the podcast will know, um, at the beginning of the season... It's all right, lads, take your seats. It's fine. <laughs> there we go. At the beginning of the season, uh, what we do is we do bold predictions, and that's where... We take some time out just to pull things out of our ass, uh, <laughs> just for, for content's sake, really. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to review these bold predictions. Now, the gimmick is these were made... When were they made, Stephen? August, probably. Back, uh, back in August, we predicted things and made predictions about how we thought the season was going to go, uh, and now we're going to revisit those bold uh, and predictions. We, we don't know about this, by the way. We've long mm. forgotten about it. Jamie's the only one with access to what the pish we were talking back then. <laughs> I went back to listen to old podcasts and dug out the shite you were talking. So, first of all, we made predictions about who would be crowned Player of the Year. Uh-huh. Right. And who was Player of the Year this year? Celtics Player of the Year? Callum McGregor. It was Callum McGregor. Stephen, can you remember who you picked? No, no, I can't. Melly, can you remember who like you picked? Yes. No. Okay, so, predictions, bold or otherwise, for Player of the Year this year. Stephen, you picked Kyogo. Yeah, I'm, I'm alright with that. Not a I'm bad okay shout. Right, yeah. Not a bad shout. <laughs> I picked Kyogo also. Melly said, and I quote, No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Ralston, no. Melly said, and I quote, I'm inclined to pick Callum McGregor. There's a butt coming. However, <laughs> easy big fella. Easy. He says, uh, I'm going to pick Koyogo. Ah, happy with that. Exactly. <laughs> so, breakout season. And the, what we picked for the breakout season was someone who was going to have an unexpectedly good season. Someone that wasn't necessarily one of the favourites for player of the year, but we thought would have a breakout season. Stephen, any ideas who you may <laughs> no, have gone with? No, no, no. Um, Melly, any idea who you may Not have gone with? Uh, Stephen, you went with Cameron Carter Vickers. Oh, oh. <laughs> Chuck Not a hand. bad shout. <laughs> Aye. Melly, you went with Leah Labada. Not bad, yeah. yeah. Remember, this was right at the beginning, right at the beginning of the season. And I said, uh, I think Joe Hart is going to end the season as a firm fan favourite. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Get it up the calculator, Shaggers, who told us he'd be shite, eh? <laughs> there we go. 
Right. Oh, wait, that, that was petty grievances are the last thing. Right. <laughs> Silly me. Right, okay. On to the bold predictions. Stephen, your bold prediction, number one. <clears throat> Adam Montgomery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to guess where this might have went? <laughs> Yes. Adam <laughs> Montgomery hell. will be selected ahead of Greg Taylor <laughs> for all big games. You're a disgrace. Uh, <laughs> Greg Taylor has been sensational <laughs> this season. My first bold prediction was Kyogo. <clears throat> it says something. Kyogo will outscore Lee Griffith's best season. <laughs> <laughs> for, I thought Kyogo would get 41 goals. <laughs> right, okay. He missed half the season. He I missed half the season, right, okay. Uh, Melly, your bold prediction, no idea what you were thinking with us when you said Ange is going to leave at the end of the season. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Aye. Lost the crowd, he's lost Finally. the crowd. <laughs> We've got something against them, Stephen. <laughs> there we go. Right. I could have left if the, the board hadn't have backed Shut them. up, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never liked you, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that was not bad for you. Hey. <laughs> Stephen, your second bold prediction. David Turnbull Ooh. and Carl, eh, Cameron Carter-Vickers to outscore Alfredo Morelos. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately... The curvy Colombian outscored the pair of them oh, right, okay. <laughs> with 19 goals in all competitions. They are to dream. My second bowl prediction, a rather bo boring and dry one, was it would be all change in the boardroom and we'd get a director of football in. Nothing worth clapping nah. there, so we'll just move on. Um, Melly, your, uh, your second bowl prediction was Mikey Johnson. Ooh. Who remembers Mikey Johnson? <laughs> exactly. He will outscore Jordan. <laughs> 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 we know fuck all about football, don't we? Can't believe we've bluffed it this whole time. I know. <laughs> Spent 45 minutes trying to convince people I know what I'm talking about. It's, jo it's Jota, hard Jason. Jota, Jota. 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 Right, Portuguese. Okay. Right, okay, okay. Right. <laughs> Mickey Johnson. Mickey Johnson is good. Okay. Uh, Stephen, your third and final bowl prediction. It's going well. I think we can all agree it's going really well, yeah. Look, <laughs> we know a lot about football, evidently. Um, Stephen, you're prediction was uh, a bit of a wild one. This was Joe Hart, a uh, highly professional Celtic mild-mannered goalkeeper, to square up to Michael Beale, or a member of the Rangers. <laughs> 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 and can we confirm or deny, did that actually happen? That, well, it might happen to private, but yeah, it didn't happen um, anywhere else. Uh, my third uh, bold prediction was that Callum McGregor would be a one-season captain. I thought he would be the captain for one season. <laughs> And he would have such an extraordinary season that someone would buy him and he would leave. <laughs> Your predictions have been bold, to be fair. Yeah, they have been bold. Well, hold on, we've not heard your last one yet. <laughs> um, Melly, your third bold prediction was... <clears throat> uh, you might want to Google this guy. Bozen Lawal. Oh. Right? <laughs> to make three starts for Celtic. A lot of faith in the youth from yeah, Melia. Yeah. To be fair... Tom polluted my mind. So. You have been a few B-team games, haven't you? And you were quite impressed by him. 
Yeah, it looked good, and he did get an injury. I think he was out for three or four months during that, and Cameron Carter Vickers and stuff felt were brilliant. So no need for the big man. So um, obviously, keep we'll... your eye on him for future seasons. <laughs> 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 uh, one for the future, that one. So obviously, we're going to make more bold predictions. Not now, but uh, you know, yeah. a, a later. Top of the winner. Who who wins that? <laughs> who? Well, let's let the audience decide. Who do you think was most correct? Uh, there are, I haven't you. started yet. <laughs> Ended the first part looking like Bobby Madden. <laughs> <laughs> started the second part. Who back on top was mo- Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> Melly. <laughs> <laughs> Actual booze. (laughs) Me? (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) I have to put up with these bullies at my work. This is my work. Right, okay. That's the end of the bold predictions. Uh, Stephen, you win. Congratulations. Thank you. you. We have a a podcast on the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 20 minute times. (laughs) where you can get all sorts of tremendous Celtic content. It's called The Friday Phone-In. And it is, a, as we've been told, our patrons' favourite podcast. And what they do is they send us in questions about life, about football, about anything. It's never about football. No. no. It's never about football. It's always really heinous things <laughs> that they ask us questions about. So we thought we would do one of these live uh, and... Listeners of the Friday phone-in will know we've got a piece of music to go along with it. Tremendous. Tremendous piece of music that, isn't it? (laughs) Composed it ourselves. So, (laughs) the first question of the evening was sent to us by Craig Johnson. He says, what is the harder job in the transfer window? Getting in what we need or getting rid of the people that we don't? Good question. There's a lot of crap to get rid of, isn't there? There always Soro, is. Always is. Yeah. Barkas, Bole, Ajeti. Who signed all those players? <laughs> One learning. man, <laughs> one man saying those. Uh, yeah, it's always difficult to get rid of these people because we pay them far, far too much, and they're not, they're not really valuable to anyone who can, whose level they would actually be on, such as Kilmarnock or something like that. So, Kilmarnock aren't going to put in a stunning bid for Barkas, unfortunately. Mm. I think it's going to be very difficult to get rid of these, but <laughs> inexplicably, we've gone into another transfer window needing rid of about 15 players. Mental. Even though the, the season's been absolutely brilliant, we've somehow accumulated another absolute wad of uh, deadwood. Duds. <laughs> it's always difficult. But I th- with the recruitment having been so good in the last couple of windows, I think it's definitely going to be more difficult to get rid of a lot of shite than, than bring some cracking players in. Melly, Celtic do have a habit of just holding on to guys for far too long, don't we? Yeah, and the problem with that is is because nobody else wants them and that's <laughs> why we have to keep them. And These guys like Barkas, Ayeti. Remember Ayeti, the original plan was to get him on loan and Neil yeah. Lennon said, spend five and a half million, it'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, guys like Barkas, Sorrow, Bolingoli. Bolingoli, I, I don't even know what country he's in now. I can guess, but <laughs> uh, I think if I agree with Stephen, it's going to be harder to get rid of these guys because what you need to get rid of these guys is somebody to want them and somebody who's going to actually pay for them or 
give them a contract, and I don't see how Celtic are going to offset the loss. So I think just getting rid of these guys is going to be a massive struggle, because I think if Celtic managed to keep hold of the, the decent players that they've got this season, we could go on and win the league. Is that Aaron Ramsey in the crutches? <laughs> 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 no, it's fine, it was worth it, carry on. <laughs> it was good. Uh, so I think it'll be uh, getting rid of the players will be a monumental job. I agree. I think getting rid of getting rid of the Deadwood is going to be the challenge of the summer. Because we've got trust in Ange to bring in the players and he seems to be able to identify the players that he wants. Uh, the next question is from Paul Deveni. Is Paul in the room? Not worth it then. No. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. There, there you go. Uh, this is um, this is not a football question. <clears throat> Paul asks, you're in charge of creating your own human centipede. (laughs) 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 To create this monstrosity, you must choose one current Rangers player, one former Rangers player, (laughs) and one non-player associated with the Huns. Christopher Walsh, <laughs> please behave. <laughs> you must choose what order to go in, and when complete, your creation will be simply known as that we are the human Sentai people. <laughs> right. Now, let's set the scene here. Okay. A human centipede is mm. three people joined mm-hmm. from their mouth but to the butts. Yes, to, mm. to the anus. <laughs> <laughs> that did not deserve a word. That's it. So we're. <laughs> We're going to join three people yeah. and c- connect them through the, the arse and mouth here mm. to create a true monstrosity called the We Are The Sentai yeah. People or something yes. that, right? Yeah. So what do we need again? We need a current player? Current, former and non-player member of the backroom staff manager type thing. Do, do we decide who goes in what order? Because well, obviously I'm the guy a, at the back is... I'm, a, look, I'm a caring hmm. guy, right? I'm a caring guy. So I would put Chris Boyd at the front. <laughs> because he's just used to... Like, uh, he's used to shit coming out his mouth. Nah, he's at the back. Oh, Chris Boyd's at the back, right? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's the worst place to be. Let's yeah. face it. Um, I would put Ryan Kent in the middle because that boy is a. Oh, Alan Kent. McGregor. McGregor? Aye, ah, horrible hun. Kent is it? Okay, McGregor in the middle and at the front. Is, The soil's not even settled yet. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) How about Ollie McBurney? Ollie McBurney, we we asked for a non-Rangers player. Oh, Ollie McBurney McBurney deserves it. Yeah, there we go. He might get a bit of that in the jail as well. And crucially, he's alive for the purposes of this. A tragic (laughs) hun mascot is Ollie McBurney. Right, Paul McNulty. Hello to the podcasting world's hottest threesome. That's us. You guys are famously... A three-man act. But I think it's time you shake it up and add a fourth member. I've got some names on here and you have to choose one to join you on the podcast from next season onwards. You can have Roy Chubby Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Letissier. Oh, wow. (laughs) Has that guy gone out to lunch? (laughs) Piers Morgan. (laughs) Wait, who's the good one? Come on, there must be a good one. Uh, No, no, no. We're going to need to ban the Jimmy Bell jokes for this yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. 
I know. Or, or Katie Hopkins. I've been listening since 2016. I just want to say a massive congratulations to the live show. Never stop keeping the hail. Thank you very much. Yeah. Right. So we, we want to mix it up a wee bit. I had a fourth person at the podcast. Roy Chubby Brown. Is he dead? <laughs> is he still alive? I think he's dead. Did he not die in the great celebrity death wave of 2016? <laughs> what, when Aaron Ramsey used to score? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like, honestly, I would probably pick Matt Letizia because I've never seen someone that mental up close before. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you, know you that definitely gif? learned a few things from Matt Letizia. You know that wee video of Jimmy Bullard looking at Duncan Ferguson? <laughs> <laughs> that would be me every week on the podcast just looking at this guy talking about fucking UFOs and anti-vaxxers. And... Apparently done a live stream with uh, Ricky Lambert the other day and uh, Ricky Lambert was worse. <laughs> Honestly. <Seriously? laughs> he was on James English's podcast. Anyway. <laughs> uh, right, pick someone to join us. So, what are the options again? <laughs> Always the same. Uh, Roy Chubby Brown. Matt Letissi, Piers Morgan or Katie Hopkins? Uh, it's pretty easy for me because I'd pick Piers Morgan just so I could sit beside Stephen and let Stephen rip him to shit. <laughs> <laughs> Call him champ. And, uh, <laughs> uh, he's a, no, he gives it to you straight, doesn't, doesn't he, Piers he? Morgan? He's yeah. so, uh, you snowflakes. Uh, <laughs> couldn't he take Piers Morgan in our podcast? No bullshit with Piers Morgan. But oh. I, I, did you see Chris Boyd was in there as well? He somehow made it into another question. No, I was going to add Chris Boyd just for the lols. Right, okay. Do you want Chris Boyd? Oh, oh yeah, he's, <laughs> is he still a part of that human centipede from yeah. a minute ago? <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to say much if he's the back of us <laughs> human centipede. But it's, 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 so Every I'd, cloud. I'd, I'd be tempted to go with Chris Boyd then, right. as we are, just to have him sitting there as part of that monstrosity. With okay, the that's really. fine. Lewis Murray, are you in the room? Mm. There you go, a wee wave at the back. My question for the dry gate phone-in. I'm too young to remember Lubomir yeah. Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> the audacity. I'm too young to remember Lubomir Moravchik Celtic career in detail, sadly. Obviously, I've seen the videos of his goals and his amazing skill and his ability on the ball. Tom Rogic is this, is this generation's Moravchik. How would you rank the two as Celtic greats in terms of what they achieved and how good were they to watch? Ooh. Speaking... <laughs> there's more. There's more. He says, speaking in the of the pantheon of Celtic greats, where does Aaron Ramsey fit in? <laughs> Cheers, boys. Great to see you doing the phone in a question. Now, we touched on this earlier on, Stephen. Lubo or Tom Rogic? Oh, uh, shout for Rogic, yeah? Yeah. It's going to be unpopular, isn't it? Mm. Who do we think is the Lubo? Lubo. Nah, oh, why don't we let you guys say, let's a cheer for Lubo. Yeah. A cheer for Tommy. <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite even, it's isn't it? It's not too bad. Melly, do you want to cast a decision? That doesn't vote? help us out one bit. No, not at all. Mm. Uh, Lubo Benavcic was the better player, but in terms of what he's done for Celtic, I think Tom Rogic's a bigger re legend, to be honest. But Lubo Benavcic came in at a time when Celtic weren't great, then had the, the bit under Martin O'Neill, but Tom Rogic has been here for a long time. He's won so many more trophies and he's got so many more moments than Lubo Moravchik, but Moravchik ultimately is a better player, but Tom Rogic is the bigger legend. We had Lubo on the podcast. Yes. Uh, right. Great guest. Famously said to us, is this going to take much longer? <laughs> <laughs> really one for the confidence that's, that's there. That's true. When you're talking to is this going to take much longer? It was like 20 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, 
final question of the live phone-in is from Pierangelo Palumbo. Are you in the room? Up the back there. Uh, hi, there seems to be a general consensus that in order to ascend to the next level in Europe, we need to improve in some key areas of the squad. Centre-back, especially if Carter Vickers doesn't sign. Left-back, central midfielder, brackets, box-to-box -box powerhouse, and a wide forward again if Jota doesn't sign. Given the choice of the falling floor four players in their Celtic prime, who would you take, right? So, to fit into Ange's team, we've got four players in their prime. You're only allowed one. Virgil van Dijk. Kieran Tierney. <laughs> we rumble in the room there. Yeah. Victor <laughs> Winyama. Scott Sinclair. You're allowed one. God, it's getting no. tense in here, is it? <laughs> you need to okay. let your head rule your heart on this one. You let, you, you let your head rule your heart and you go, well, what does Celtic need? Who would be the best? But that's not how it works. So Kieran Tierney for all Kieran. of you. Uh, are you going to play up to the audience or are you going to pick Van Dyke? <laughs> <laughs> to, to improve this team, yeah. this current team. Uh, but all of them, I mean, all of them are going to improve this current <laughs> team. It's, it's about picking one, I suppose. Mm. Wanyama, I think. One year. Yeah, it's a good shout. You dare. Oh, you're going to drop a, you're dropping a tatty? And Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you pick, Jamie? Well, the question did say if Carter Vickers leaves, so mm. we'd be missing a centre-half, in which case I'd pick uh, Virgil van Dijk. <laughs> Thanks. Who's Ra playing to the crowd now? Uh, <laughs> rare applause for me. And that brings to end the live Friday phone-in. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. A final segment of the evening is the 20-Minute Tim's Player of the Year Awards. Um, the, the, probably the most coveted. I know there's the football writers, <laughs> uh, there's the club ones. Who else does it? The players, player. But I think the one every player wants to win is the 20-Minute Tim's. The less said about the football writers awards, the better, <laughs> I suppose. But we've been, I think we've been um, on our best behaviour so far. A couple of blue jokes. No off-colour jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first award of the evening. Is this my award? You don't get one, Melly. No, the one I picked. Oh, yeah, yeah. I kind of insisted on one of the awards. That's fame going to your head. Right. (laughs) The Anthony Ralston Award for Unexpected Excellence. (laughs) Melly, Melly. Melly has the... There's the... Wow. Oh, staggering. Look at that. Would you look at that? No expense spared, I think you'll agree. Melly, could you... You know what? I thought I was going to do that. There we go. <laughs> this is the first ever Anthony Dalston Award for Unexpected Excellence. And the nominees, yeah, there's nominees. The nominees are Joe Hart, Anthony Ralston himself, <laughs> and we, Greg Taylor. This, this is a stitch up. I've got some questions on this. How did an Anthony Ralston Award get in here? Well, we need, well, we need to pad the show out, obviously. <laughs> Make sure people are getting their money's worth, and then this is how we do it with the nominations. So, I think Greg Taylor deserves a mention. For but, ousting Adam Montgomery? Yeah, for ousting Adam <laughs> Montgomery, because I think Greg Taylor is underloved. I've said it before, he doesn't let you comment on his Instagram pictures because he's too used to people telling him maybe shite the last couple of years. Uh, but I think his performances in the new year have been brilliant. Just realise who's been drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Del- delicious, isn't it? Delicious. Uh, uh, Greg Taylor, since he came in in January back from his injury, he's been, apart from the Bodo game where he went up against a really good player, he got uh, outclassed there. But I think he's sort of, the whole team and the management and all that has changed people's minds. And I think like Ralston and Greg Taylor sort of embody that because they've been the two guys where at the start of the season like right we need to get better than this but now we're thinking these guys are good players good players yeah. when they come in and good enough to start so Greg Taylor definitely do- does deserve a mention he's been top class Stephen Joe Hart unexpected excellence I think Joe Hart's up there for unexpected excellence because he really came in behind the always a Celtic player a lot of people didn't want him and this isn't us just saying that you were wrong and we were right Yes, it is. But, it's, <laughs> but a lot of people didn't fancy Joe Hart. He was, and you can see why. He was a bit washed up, a bit of a nomad by the time he arrived. But up against Barkas, surely there was always <laughs> going to be one winner. I thought Barkas should have been the better keeper. On paper, he, he should have been. He was yeah. the, the Greek international, the Champions League goalkeeper, all the pish we were hit with in the, from the experts, from the stats, stats bods, the boffins, all mm. said that 
There Barcast was people was up until very recently still claiming, even though he wasn't playing, that Barkas was oh, a better yeah, keeper yeah, than Joe Hart. Yeah. Joe, Joe Hart's been an absolute hero this season. Yep. An absolute hero. Yeah, a, a great keeper, indeed. Right in there with the likes of your, your cult figures, like Arthur Boric, mm. Fraser Foster, that is less kind of culty and less personality, but an outstanding keeper as well. But Joe Hart is another guy who just he sums up everything that this season has been. Written off, ridiculed, again, mm. words I've used previously tonight. He, he sums up that better than anyone because he was this washed up, as you say, goalkeeper. Had been out in the... Loved, someone just said he loves it here. Did yeah, 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 he does yeah, love yeah. it here. Here for the right reasons. Took a pay cut, we're mm. led to believe, to come here. Has spoken in glowing terms about Ange and has Ange's influence in him coming here and also how excited it makes Joe Hart to come into work every day. And for a 35-year-old keeper who's basically done it all, who's 75 international caps, won the league down in Manchester City and all that, for a guy at 35 to still be buzzing to come into his work to play under a manager shows the journey that he's been on. So to go from being a, a total flop when it came in, everybody's talking about how he never played for West Ham or, or Burnley, I think it was as well, to being one of the main reasons, arguably the main reason, that we've won this league on the, yeah. on the pitch anyway... Uh, an absolutely outstanding performance from Joe Hart. Hello. Can I just say, Stephen, that was excellent. Thank you. And had I not already made up the slides, Joe Hart, that might have convinced me. <laughs> uh, but the winner is the one and only... Tony Ralston. A few words, Melly, about Tony Ralston. He couldn't be here tonight, by the way, to accept <laughs> his award, so... Oh, Melly's going to be accept it on his behalf. He's in IB for the now, but a thoroughly deserved holiday for the guy. And look, I always <laughs> thought at the start of the season, I'll give him a chance because I, I liked him as a guy, but I always... Because he sent your message once saying, enjoy yeah, your holiday. Yes, yes, and look, it yes. paid off dividends, it did. Yes, he did, and he was very nice. But I always held that, held that with him, but at the same time, I thought, look, he played against Hibs last season when it was COVID hit. And I thought he was fine. And the fact that John Joe Kenny kept him out of the team disgusted me. <laughs> John Joe Kenny. Oh, my God. Exactly. Why did you have to remind us of John Joe Kenny? So for, for Ralston to come in and get that contract at the start of the season. But then when he did play, you're like, wait a minute here. There's a, there's a player here and there's always been. And for a guy to come through the youth team, go out there and give 100%, he doesn't have to be Kieran Tierney, but he's good enough to come in when he is. And that's good enough for me. I would love to watch guys that go out there and give 100% every single week, and Tony Ralston does that. Tony Ralston. <laughs> Penultimate award of the evening is the 20-Minute Tim's Young Player of the Year award. Stole that graphic from the Celtic website, as you can probably see. It says 2025 one. <laughs> uh, that's his contract. <laughs> uh, the nominees are Stephen Welsh. Oh, wow, not much love for Stevie Welsh. That was about right, I think. Uh, think so? Matt O'Reilly. <laughs> ladies hey. love him. The ladies love him. Why, why are you putting pictures of Matt O'Reilly behind us? <laughs> <laughs> I met Matt O'Reilly uh, out for coffee. We were having coffee last week and I was a bit of like starstruck. And I went, look, mate, don't, I'm just a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he smells terrific, Matt O'Reilly. A lot of rings and jangly bits. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. aye, weird. Uh, oh, and Leah Labada. Stephen, who do you fancy out of that lot? Who do I fancy? Who do I fancy? <laughs> <laughs> I 
think I've been quite clear on that. <laughs> uh, I, the, Stephen Welsh hasn't really been hugely involved this season. I think he deserves credit for having come in mm. and played quite well when called upon. But I don't think we can really put him fully forward for this because he's, he's been... You suck by two tremendous players in Carl Starfield and Carmen Carter-Vickers. That's not his fault. Yep. He's there to be part of the squad to come in and perform when called upon. And he's done that admirably. But I don't think we can really give him this deeply prestigious award. Honestly, um, that is the award sitting in front of I mean, Melly. Yeah. Once again. I don't know where you find these things. Uh, <laughs> you have to uh, to win this award. By the way, you have to be under twenty-one when the season starts because right. people in Scotland, as Stephen has a pet peeve about, don't really know what a young player is. You know, oh, didn't uh, McPake James? We spoke about Griffiths in the first half. James McPake called uh, Lee Griffiths a young player in a in a recent interview. Thirty-two in August. Unbelievable, <laughs> uh, Melly. Okay, there's two left because obviously Stephen Welsh isn't winning it, but he's the only player suitable for the the category. Yeah, we had. Yeah. There's got to be three, isn't there? There has to be three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Matt O'Reilly's been brilliant since he came in. I think Anne said recently when Tom Rogic said in January he was going to go there to get somebody in. And don't forget, we could have easily got Riley McGree, couldn't we? Yeah. And then, Who? Again, again, we ended up with a better player and more handsome player. Like, Matt O'Reilly's <laughs> been brilliant since he came in, but I think it, Abada from the start of the season has came in, first game against Mitchelland, and he gets a goal and he just seemed to go from there. Still a lot to learn for the guy, but the guy scores goals, and I love goals, so. <laughs> Searing insight. <laughs> Patreon.com. Yeah. <laughs> I love goals. Make that the new Patreon slogan. Uh, the winner of the Twitter Night Tim's Young Player of the Year award is... <laughs> Leo Abada. And the final award of the evening, and the last piece of business that we have to conclude here, the 20 Minute Tim's Player of the Year Award. Wow, look at it. <laughs> a round of applause for that. Unbelievable. <laughs> See if you're, honestly, if you're sitting at the back and you think that's cheap plastic, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. And the nominees, Kyogo Furuhashi. Cameron Carter Vickers. And Cal McGregor. Oh. On you go, lads. Can only be one, unfortunately, can it? I mean, it is pretty obvious, isn't it, at this point? Yeah. Cal uh, McGregor is captain fantastic. He's been absolutely outstanding. Look, Kyogo could have been a mush out if he had played the full season. Cameron Carter Vickers has been flawless, but Cal McGregor, what a boy. See, it goes without saying, I think there's only one name on that trophy. We're going to get it live engraved afterwards. Yeah. In case it breaks the plastic, but it's, it can only be one man. You, you all know who it's going to be. That is That's it. That's right. Yeah. Wolf. <laughs> Play of the year. Oh, it's whoa, Carl Vickers. <laughs> because Callum McGregor would be too obvious. The dry gate screw job, eh? There we go, the dry gate screw job. <laughs> I decided these are mowing, you see.
Cameron Carter Vickers. I think, it would, I think it would be remiss of us not to say a few words about the award winner. Flawless. Cameron Carter Vickers hasn't, hasn't put a single foot wrong all season. Weighed in with big goals, including some of the ones we've just seen. Absolutely brilliant. I can't really remember a defender being quite like this at Celtic. You go back a couple of generations, there's always that kind of standout guy. We've got Cameron Carvickers just now. Virgil van Dijk was very young when he came to Celtic, and there's been some talk since he left about how he wasn't really that fit mm. when he was here, even though I mean, he absolutely pissed it up here, obviously. But there was talk about how he could be even better. Going back further than that, Mark Reaper, Paul Elliott, the, the kind of lineage goes all the way back. But I can't really remember a guy who's come in and played an entire season without any mistakes whatsoever. <laughs> not, not even nothing faces him. Not, not even with, without any mistakes. I've never even really seen him under pressure. I've never seen him no. hurtling towards his own goal, pulling jerseys and making daft near beaton fouls. And I had the first, friend, first mention for beaton. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor beaton. But uh, that was unwarranted. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never seen anything like that from him. I think he's come up here. And he's not a young player. He's 24, I think it is. He, he was obviously looking for... Yeah, but probably similar, but not exactly the same as Joe Hart. Looking for a guy who plays football, looking for a home. And he found it at Celtic, and he has absolutely justified that transfer because that was another weird one. Was it on deadline day? Yeah, yeah. Deadline day, he'd played in a Europa League game for Spurs or something like that, and they get gubbed. I think they get a humiliating defeat, and we all thought, who is this guy? Man, 24-year-old, he's barely played for Spurs. But it couldn't have been more wrong. He's been absolutely tremendous. And take that home. But again, he couldn't be with us tonight. No, He's an Ibiza as well. So. Yeah. Melee, Carter Vickers. Yeah, Stephen said, flawless is the word I'd use for him. He's just came in and been absolutely solid. And Celtic's defence this season has been told by pundits, so it's shaky and all that. Go and tell that to Cameron Carter Vickers. Rangers have been decent in Europe, but Celtic have let in 22 goals this season. So many clean sheets, and Starfelt, Carter Vickers, and Joe Hart have been instrumental in that. And since September, if Cameron Carter Vickers and Carl Starfelt play, Celtic haven't lost a game in the league. So, And that is the final award, and that <laughs> brings our first live podcast to an end. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much for turning up. We had no idea if people would actually want to see this. Thank you so much to everyone who supports the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you to everyone who's new, who's old. Thank you to our friends. Everywhere we go. And I think that's what we walk off to. Thank you. Thank you. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.